Hey everyone, thanks for coming out for the first episode of Bully Food. Today's topic is why everyone deals with bullies, but not everybody gets bullied. But before that, I want to give you a warm welcome and introduce myself. I'm Kelly Sorg, and I'm also a middle school teacher. I've been teaching middle school for 20 years. And I came up with this idea for the podcast, not only because I was bullied myself as a kid, but because my students often say they don't think bullying curriculum or interventions at school help them. So I wanted to put together a series of lessons to help you make sense of the pattern of bullying and find your way out of it. Some of this is going to make sense automatically, and I hope most of the time it does. But when it doesn't, I would just say set it aside, maybe ask an adult who could help you understand it better, or just accept that not every episode or lesson is going to fit your situation and let it go. Then you'll be able to get the most out of it. And uh, hopefully the next episode will be the one for you. So why is it that everybody deals with bullies, but only some people get bullied? I think the first thing you need to understand is the, th- the reason that some people uh, get bullied, even though everyone experiences bullies and faces bullies in their life. Obviously, dealing with someone who's doing bullying behavior is no fun. It's upsetting. It's frustrating. It can be intimidating. It can be scary or embarrassing. And everyone finds it unpleasant when they encounter a bully. However, there's a group of people who never see the bully as a threat. They just see the bully as annoying and they respond either that they're annoyed and they judge the bully a little bit, or they just respond calmly and expect that bully to just kind of move along. They don't give any big reactions. They don't put up a fight. They just blow it off. And so that calm response is exactly what makes the bully go on to the next target because a bully is not looking for a calm response. That's the first and most important clue in how to reverse a pattern of bullying. Now there's a second group of people. Those people at first do see the bully as a threat and they are afraid and they do initially get very stressed and anxious about facing the bully. But quickly over time, they start to see the bully for what they really are, which is usually almost always a bully is uh, feeling weak themselves. They're feeling unsure of how they're perceived by others. And the reason that they're trying to get power through meanness is because it's, it's an easy way to uh, make sure other people don't treat you badly. So a lot of people who are feeling powerless or weak will try bullying and find that it is a, it is a way, an easy way to control others. So the second group of people, they make sense of that. They realize this bully is really not that big of a deal. And once they realize that they start treating the bully as either annoying or as no big deal. And they respond calmly. And then of course, once again, the bully is looking for a reaction. They're looking for some kind of sign that they have stressed out their target or they've upset their target. So the third group of people are like the second group. They, they perceive the bully as a, as a stressful threat and, and someone to be feared and someone to be avoided to worry about what the bully's going to do next. And the problem is that the third group of people, they just keep thinking the same thoughts over and over and they build the bully in their own mind into this more and more powerful and frightening, um, intimidating and threatening person instead of sort of, sort of starting to see what they're really all about and, and see them for what they're worth. So 
the third group of people are most likely to be bullied because the bully sees that they're getting a reaction out of the uh, the person that they've targeted. And if the person that they've targeted continues in their own mind to build the bully into this frightening, monstrous, intimidating figure, then the bully will only just be able to keep getting that same reaction over and over. Um, and so you're here really to figure out, well, how I'm assuming either you're helping someone else or you yourself are stuck in that pattern right now where you have started to convince yourself that this bully is, uh, larger than life and has powers beyond you to make you feel afraid or worried or stressed out or anxious. All of those things are natural feelings in the face of a threat. And you just need to teach yourself that the bully isn't really that much of a threat. Okay. So if you can accept that the bully is not a grizzly bear, the bully is another kid who is trying to get you to feel stressed out. Um, and of course it's natural to feel stressed out at first, but eventually, and pretty soon you'll start to see them for what they really are, which is just another kid who's trying to figure out how to, how to feel comfortable and safe at school. And they actually feel pretty, they feel pretty worried and weak a lot of the time. Um, and that's one of the reasons that they're after you is on some level you have, um, they can sense a strength and power in you and they are trying to get it from you. Um, and every, anytime you, you feed back into that pattern and you give them what they want, which is kind of hand over your emotions and the control of your emotions to them, that is bully food right there. That is the bully food is anytime you give them the reward they're looking for. They come knocking because they want to get something from you. And what they want to get is that sense of power that you seem to have. They want to take that away from you. And if they can take it away from you, maybe they can have it for themselves. That's pretty much what they're trying to do. So this reward, this reaction, this thing that, that you have the capacity for that they see, if they can get you to get stressed out or anxious, they think they've gotten control over someone who has that power. Okay. And of course, like I said, if you're facing a real threat, you're going to have an anxious response. And I'm sure you've heard this, or maybe you haven't yet. The, the anxious response a human being has is a fight or flight response. And actually there's a few more. There's fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. Fight is anytime you resist. And I don't mean a physical fight. Physical fights are a different level than bullying, and they can even be a, a criminal level. When you start talking about physical violence, you're no longer talking about bullying. You're talking about, uh, definite inaction and rules being broken at school all the way up to criminal offenses. So, and assault. So do not think that somebody threatening you physically and actually going through with those physical violent things is just a bully. That's not, that's just simply not the case. That person needs help. That person needs the entire school to be aware of it. Possibly law enforcement needs to be aware of that. And you are not going to solve that on your own. You need the whole school and, and lots of adults to help. So you need to let those adults know immediately if someone is physically threatening you. But if what they're doing is trying to embarrass you or trying to make you say something, try to get a reaction out of you, um, in, in making fun of you, putting you in a position where other kids won't hang out with you, those kind of things are, they are upsetting, but they are not actually a threat to your safety. Um, the thing is, is that your, your, your brain does not perceive threats in that way though. They your brain deep down, all it sees is, is this helping me or is it harming me? And if it feels like harm and it's, it feels scary, your brain on some level 
will perceive it as a real threat. And I don't mean a threat to your, your pride. I mean a threat to your safety. So your brain in the face of a threat like that will, will naturally go into a stress response, which is either it will fight, which when when I say that, I mean fight as in uh, resist. It will uh, flight, which is fly away, run away, hide, avoid. Um, So anytime you've stayed home to avoid the bully or you've gone down a different hallway hoping to avoid the bully, that's a version of flight. Then there's freeze, which is standing stock still, trying to go unnoticed, uh, not saying anything, not being able to say anything when the bully talks to you. Uh, those are all examples of kind of getting frozen and not being able to even think really when the bully's around. And then there's the last one, which is fawn. And fawning is trying to befriend someone for your kind of a manipulative reason. So a person in a threatening situation might try to befriend the bully so that they can make the bully nicer to them or, or kind of get along so that the bully stops being so mean. And you'll see lots of kids trying that method of, of being nice, even though they don't really like the bully because they don't want to be treated. They don't want to continue to be mistreated. And they think being nice is the way to get the bully to stop. If you do any of those four, the bully is going to see that they have caused you to go into a stressful, anxious response. And once you've done that, they think they've gotten the power over you. So what you need to do is just start to learn over time and through certain actions that the bully is not a threat and that you can remain calm around them. And you also need to show them that you understand that through calm actions and through some very specific techniques that I will go through during this podcast um, in different episodes. The main idea from today's lesson is that you want to hand the bully calmness instead of handing them stress and anxiousness. And like I said, I'm going to work on many episodes of different strategies to get you there. But the sooner you can train yourself to see the bully as a false alarm, a non-threat, a paper tiger, the sooner you're going to be calm around them. And that's when you start to take the bully food away from them and start handing them something a little bit healthier, which is a response to how they're actually acting and how that you're not okay with that. And the people around you are not okay with that. That is what's going to ultimately send the signal that they need to cut that crap out and stop treating people like that. And remember, you're not really there to teach them a lesson. You're there to get out of this pattern that you're in right now. And fortunately, by sending them a different signal, hopefully they eventually will get the message. But that's not your job. Your job is to get yourself to a better place. And you can do it and I can help you get there. And I and I want to help you get there. So just keep listening and we will go over many different topics on the road to not being bullied anymore and not handing out any more bully food. All right. Thanks so much for joining today. This has been really fun and just stay tuned for the next episode. I will probably be talking a little bit about the next most important ingredient, which is courage. Um, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Have a great one. Bye.